Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey know. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis, Sunday, Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. And welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis, have we got a hell of a show for you tonight? You've got to stick around. Boy, oh boy, if you're, uh, if you're into football and you don't know where you're going to watch the Super Bowl, boy, have I got a show for you. Boy, have we got a place for you. Trevia tonight, 10 to 11, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. The winners are going to get a pair of tickets to the LEAD Festival, the Leadfest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday. Yeah, they got to say Big Game Sunday. February 12th, starting at 4.30. This is unbelievable. I can't believe these are like $100 a piece tickets. And you're going to win them on Trevia. You, John Sterling's going to be there. Yankee commentator. It is high. It is far. It will be great. Sean Lindetta is going to be there. He's calling me at 9 o'clock tonight. Sean Lindetta punted for the Giants from um, 85 to 93. And then he punted for the Eagles from 99 to 2002. Carl Nelson's going to be there. One of the Suburbans. The, um, the offensive line for the championship Giants of uh, 1987, 1990. Bruce Harper from the Jets with the fire hat. Travis Trapuca is from the Jets as well. And the John Starks is going to be there as well. He'll go hit threes from the corner. It's going to be great. And it's going to be at MetLife Stadium. And it's going to be on... Uh on Super Bowl Sunday, February 12th. You can run drills, take photos on the field, game day fair, prestigious coaches club is where you can watch and hang. VIP and standard price tickets are available. Get yours now at the leadfest.com. That's the leadfest.com. But you can win them tonight on Trevia. And uh, Sean Landetta uh, has been named to the All-Decades team in both the 80s and the 90s. And he's going to be on with me at 9 o'clock talking, uh, talking a little Super Bowl. And uh, 9.30, uh, we've got uh, Keith Ewing is going to come on. His daughter is battling brain cancer. And we need your help, and we'll give you all the details coming up at 9.20. Uh, comics coming in tonight to help me out. We've got uh, Mark Riccadonna, of course. And he's bringing the director from the new movie he's going to be in, Beer League 2, uh, which is going to be coming out on opening day. Tom Baldinger is going to be here. He's the director from the movie. We had Jimmy Palumbo on the other night. He's the writer and the actor for the movie. And we got two posts on the website, nj 1015 about it. Amanda Gale, very funny comedian, is going to be here as well as Justin Gonzalez, also a very funny comedian. What I want to start off with, uh, so we're talking about the Super Bowl, and wh- how do you plan on spending the Monday after the Super Bowl? Because uh, in New Jersey, in Gloucester City, school officials have decided to delay the opening on the Monday after the Super Bowl. How do you feel about that? One South Jersey district making a preemptive move to cut down on students and staff members bailing on the day after the Super Bowl, the morning after, there's got to be a morning after, they're going to delay the opening. 
you know what? I think it's a great idea. I would close school for the day because you're not going to get anything done, regardless of what happens. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, first of all, if you're an Eagle fan and your team wins the Super Bowl, would you go to work the following day? How would you celebrate the day after? Could you even concentrate? And if you've got kids, forget about it. I mean, I think this is a great idea. I'm surprised that schools across New Jersey don't do it, simply because with the Eagles in the entire state of New Jersey, there's an emotion there. If you're a Giant fan, you hate the Eagles. You can't root for them. If you're an Eagle fan, you know, you know how you feel. And no matter what happens the next day, you're not going to be able to concentrate on that game. And that game, by the time all the festivities are done, is going to end about 10, 11 o'clock. Kids are going to be wide awake. They're not going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to miss their bedtime. And you got to get up at 6, 7 in the morning for school the next day. 1-800-283-101.5. I got a Twitter poll up about it, and I want to know how you feel about it. Uh, I think it's a great idea. So how do you feel about the idea of schools having a delayed opening on Monday in New Jersey, the Monday after the Super Bowl. And uh, what will you be doing the day after the Super Bowl, regardless of whether your team wins? If the Eagles win the day after the Super Bowl, are you really going to go to work? Can't, are you gonna, it depends on what you do. You would go to work so that you could bond with all your co-workers and revel in the glory of the Eagles' victory. If they lose... You're going to go to work and you're going to be depressed. Or you're going to take the day off and just party. The school districts are smart enough to realize in Gloucester City that no one's going to be able to concentrate on that day. The most called out sick day is the day after the Super Bowl. I've long been an advocate of this and I've written about it on NJ1015.com. The idea that they should make the Super Bowl, the, the day after the Super Bowl is the most called out day. So they should move the Super Bowl to President's Weekend. Because now on President's Weekend, right, you got President's Day. And if they had made President's Weekend, I really thought it was going to be this Monday. I didn't realize it was February 20th. President Lincoln's birthday was February 12th. President Washington's birthday was February 22nd. So wouldn't it have made more sense to make it February, you know, this weekend? What would that have been? February 13th on the Monday? If they'd have done that, problem solved. But it's the most called out day. And National Football League should move it to President's Day weekend. I imagine once they add that 18th game, and they will add the 18th game, we're not going to live with a 17 game schedule very long, people, then it will coincide and it'll just work out. But like, had the NFL had, you know, had the uh, country move President's Day to um, February 13th, then you would have Valentine's Day celebrations, right? You'd have the whole thing, right? You'd have the President's Weekend. You have the TV sales for the President's Weekend. You have the mattress sales for Valentine's Day. You have the whole thing covered. And you get a nice three-day weekend, and the kids can stay up, which they're going to do anyway, which you're going to do anyway. So one 800 1015 I want to get your thoughts on this. Should New Jersey schools have a delayed opening the Monday after this Super Bowl? This Super Bowl, because the Eagles are in it, and the Eagles invoke an emotion across New Jersey. You either love them or hate them, but you have an opinion of them. You know? You're not indifferent to this game, unless you're just indifferent to football. Unless you're a Jets fan. And even then, 
you're going to root, you know, you're going to root for the Eagles because it will drive the Giant fans nuts. You know how you feel. 1-800-283-101.5. And what are you doing that day? If your kids, if, if you're an Eagles fan and they win the Super Bowl, which they will, I have no doubt the Eagles are going to win this game. I hate to say this, but I have no doubt the Eagles are going to win this game. Are you really going to send your kids to school on Monday? Are they really going to be able to concentrate? If you're a teacher, are you really going to be able to motivate these kids? It's going to be a wasted day. 1-800-283-101.5. I got a Twitter poll up. You can follow me at Real Steve Trev. But I want to get your opinion live on the air. It's going to be a wasted day. So you know what? Why don't we just punt? Why don't we just make believe that we had a major snowstorm? And write it off as a snow day. That's what I would do. And that's what I think schools across New Jersey would do. And I think, like, the country should be smarter. I think the Biden administration should be smarter. Not that that would would ever happen. But move President's weekend to February 13th. What? Could the NFL have that much control on the country? You bet your ass they do. 1-800-283-101.5. Here's the Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Brought to you by Pet Centers and Old Bridge. Adding a puppy to the family can be one of the most joyful experiences of your life. All Pet Center puppies meet the highest health standards. They have to. With the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, visit them at PetCenterNJ.com. All right. It's Monday morning. Monday morning, you sure feel fine, especially if the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Are you going to send the little kitties off to school? Well, in Gloucester City, they're going to have a delayed opening. Does that make you happy or does that make you angry? How do you feel about that? 1-800-283-101.5. Got the Twitter poll up. I'll give you the results. But let's talk to Jerry in Cherry Hill on New Jersey 101.5. Jerry, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. I don't think there should be a day off. I think this generation of kids, for example, were way too lenient on them and too coddled. It's no different than some schools thinking about delaying the school day because the kids are tired when – in the end of the day, it's because they're on their phones and laptops and the parents aren't doing anything about it because they have their door closed. So I think we need to, as a generation, we need to toughen our kids up more. So therefore, for that reason, no day off. If you want to watch the game, there's consequences to staying up late. Are you an Eagle fan, Jerry? I live in South Jersey, so I'm an Eagles fan by association. Oh, you're stuck with being an Eagle fan. You're burned. I was born and raised in Edison, so I was part of that New York influence. So, well, <laughs> see, I'm a Giant fan. I remain a Giant fan. I wouldn't sell my soul because I lived in Cherry Hill. But that's me. Listen, here's the thing. I get what you're saying. I totally do. I grew up in that generation. But the problem is, they're not. It's going to be a waste of a day. It's going to be a waste of time. And. They're not going to get any sleep. They're going to come in bleary-eyed. The teachers aren't going to do anything, right? They're going to, you know, they're going to sit there and do like football well, think, stuff. I mean, What's the good, point? That is a good point. That is a good point. But, but I think it's a teacher's responsibility to also not make it that way. But they will. But they have to because the kids aren't going to be awake enough to pay attention. And not only that, you know, you, you got teachers that are going to take the day off. You're going to be looking for substitutes like crazy. They're, never, they're going to have trouble finding people to work. Make it, a, make it a snow day. How do you feel about the idea of moving the Super Bowl to President's Weekend? Um, I don't really have an opinion on that. To me, it doesn't matter. But I guess if we're in this generation where what you said is true, then I guess it makes 
sense because they off already, so you might as well, right? It's just common sense. Jerry, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. When you think about all the hard work these kids get put through, to give them the Monday off after the Super Bowl because they're not going to be able to focus. You know, it, it's not about a, a toughness thing or a discipline thing as much as it is just a simple common sense thing. Joe is in Union on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, Steve? How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. What are you thinking? Um, so I'm going to take it a step further. I think that the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. A and national holiday. Now, what What would you call it? National holiday. National day after Super Bowl? National hangover day? What do we call it? Yeah, call it. You know, we could work on the name, but the concept is that you know, think about how big the Super Bowl is for, you know, the city that hosts it, right? Right. Now, take it a step further for the whole country if, you know, people kind of scale back a little bit because they have to go to work on Monday. But if you opened it up and it's like, hey, or make it a floating holiday for some employers, um, but imagine if the whole country could totally let loose 100% on Super Bowl Sunday, knowing that they don't have to go to work on Monday. That makes a lot of sense. It it makes a lot of sense, and that goes back to my argument that they should have just moved it to President's Day or moved President's Day to February 13th. Now you got the three-day weekend. They extend the season, so you know what? You know, maybe extend it one more week. Um, they're going to be. There's going to be an 18 game season. It's only a matter of years. It's not going to be long. They're not going to do 17 yeah. games. Yeah, you know that. the The yeah. NFL collective bargaining will go in and say, All right, "What does it take to get the 18th game? We want this amount of billions." Okay, and here you go. Because whatever they give them, they're going to make that much more on the deal. So it's only a matter of time. But I, like I said, if you like you said, if you had made it President's Weekend. Now you have the three-day weekend, and you have to worry about this. But I think the school is smart enough to realize that they're going to have a a building full of kids that are not going to be able to focus, a building full of teachers that could probably be hungover from watching the game, and uh, they're not going to be able to focus or concentrate. So why waste everybody's time, and let's just give them a delayed opening on that day? They could. I would have no problem if they gave them the day off. But if they want to go delayed opening, I'm totally on board with that. Sure. And, you know, make it as a reward. You know, the previous customer uh, customer caller, you know, mentioned something about, you know, disciplining our kids. Listen, there's 364 other days of the year that we could work on disciplining our kids. You know, make this a reward. Make it an enticement. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you work hard halfway through the year. Here's a little here's a little bonus. Here's How about a little this? Phone. If the, you're, in, you're in Gloucester City, if the Eagles win, we have the late opening. If the Chiefs win, you got to come to school. I'll put him on a therapist's couch. 1-800-283-101.5. Peter's in Chatham on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Peter? Good evening. Hi. Hi. So uh, I've always wondered, for this very reason, why don't they have the Super Bowl on Saturday? Because it's a Sunday game. I got a better question for you. And you want to talk about this? Just this is just pure, the pure greed of the NFL and the television networks. Why don't they have the Super Bowl in the daytime like they used to? Sure, I'd go for that. Right? Why not? You know, once upon a time, why not start the Super Bowl at four o'clock instead of six thirty? 
Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you know? I, and I don't think it, it wouldn't it would not affect advertising rate, uh, uh, rates at all because they'd be charging the same thing. Well, yeah, and not only that, but you think about like you know the way they do the Super Bowl now. The game starts at six thirty; it ends like ten thirty, eleven by the time they get done with all the trophy presentation. Right. And then what do they do? They take their best show and put it afterwards, trying to get you to watch it. So do you want to stay up at yeah. 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night to see the season premiere of God knows what? Or why not start the game at 4, 4.30, let the game go to like 7, 30, 8 o'clock, and now you're right in prime time. And everybody, right. uh, we all enjoyed a weekend for a change. Peter, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. I love this idea. I love this idea. Morning off, at the late opening after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I agree. It's such a national holiday that something needs to be done Monday. Uh, you know, I don't know if they could change change it to where it lines up, like in a few weeks, what, it's uh, President's, President's Day. Yeah. So why not do something like that and then put the stupid Pro Bowl, I don't know. I mean, why I even think, have it? Why even have the Pro Bowl? Well, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's waste a flag time. football league. Yeah. Huntley is in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. He's a good flag football player. Here's <laughs> yeah. what I think is going to happen. I think, if anything, what they should have done is uh, Goodell should have called Biden and said, move that president's weekend to Monday. We yeah. are the NFL. Don't mess with me. Don't <laughs> right. mess with me, Joe. And Joe's like, what? 730. Now the latest New Jersey news. Uh, the New Jersey Lottery lived larger with the New Jersey Lottery. Now at pick three, there's more to celebrate because more winning tickets earn even bigger prizes. Any winning $1 straight wager guaranteed a $500 prize. Play pick three because anything can happen in New Jersey. And it usually does. You may find schools delaying opening because the Super Bowl was played the night before. Especially when it comes down to the Philadelphia Eagles competing against Kansas City Chiefs. Andy versus his old team. Sean Landette is coming in at 910 to discuss it. He's coming on at 910. He'll be calling. And wait to hear about Leadfest with the Super Bowl party, the ultimate big game party. Don't go anywhere. Uh, right now, we're talking to uh, Carlos is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Bill. How are you? Call me Steve. Hey, Steve. I'm Bill's good-looking little brother. <laughs> how, how are you doing? So I disagree with um, the late opening, um, but there are two ideas that might resolve the issue. Uh -huh. um, so, ex you know, extend the Super Bowl one week to present, present day weekend and give the teams two weeks um, off. So like during the season, you have one week off typically. So instead of having one week, you give them two weeks, you know, for uh, people that are hurt. They've already got two weeks off. Well, they have. I'm talking about between the seasons, so that way you extend the playoffs now. So during the season, they have one by one. They have a bye week. Bye week. Yeah, they have one. So you give them two now this time. Maybe you give them one a little bit earlier in the season and Why? then one at the end of the season. So then you extend the playoffs down now. You extend one week down now the playoffs. And another game. Now they get an 18 game schedule. Everything is even, Steven, Right? You can have a you can have a 500 record, and you get the you get the Super Bowl. Uh, on President's Weekend, which I think is where they were going in the first place. I was surprised. I really thought this weekend, I thought that the 13th was President's Weekend. I didn't realize it was the 20th. But that would have been the perfect move. Right. And then, or then you, you just started one week later. Instead of starting like the first week of uh, September, the season started the second week of uh, September, and everything will move down. See, I would have no problem with that. If you started the second week of September, now you, you have Labor Day weekend. 
And I think doesn't it already start the second week in September? It used to start Labor Day weekend, and I hated that. Yeah, it's usually like the like the eighth around there, the fifth, the eighth. Not going to do like that Thursday night football game. Yeah, right after that. But you extend that week, you move it down one week, then everything will fall on the present day weekend. You know, the Super Bowl. If you move one down, I, like I said, I would if I if I were. There's two ways of looking at this. Well, there's three ways. Number one, the National Football League is not going to move for anybody. They make more money than all of us, including the country. So they get to do what they want. And what right. they and you got you got an administration, you got a president who doesn't exactly have a lot of backbone. So he would pretty much go along with the plan if they told him what to do. And uh, you tell him, President's Weekend should be the Super Bowl weekend. Move it back. Uh, so now you've got that because the the, uh, the what would make sense is for the NFL to move the game back on Sunday. And why do you have to start it at six thirty at night? Why can't you start it at four? Let it go from 4 to 8. Everybody gets to see the right. Super Bowl. Because you know what? It's really, they only do this because of the primetime television revenue that they're able to generate by having it go at 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock. You cover primetime. If you back it up, think about the convenience just for people. Anyone going to a Super Bowl party, the game starts at 4. You're out of there by 8. You're home in time to go to work the next day. When the game starts at 6.30, you're out of there midnight. And you don't want to go to work the next day. And the kids don't want to go to school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nobody wants to go to school the, that day after. So no. So how do you feel about delaying the opening? Um, I, I mean, like I said, I don't like it. I mean, everybody else has to go to work, right? I mean, it's not only the teachers, but and the kids. I get it, but I'm just not a fan of it. You know, back in the day, you know, All right. I always went to school right after the Super Bowl, and I had no issues. So. Uh I get it. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I get it. I'm just trying to just common sense. You know, looking at it from a realistic situation. And by that, I mean what's really going to happen. The kids are going to have to be half asleep. No one's going to pay attention. They just want to get out of there. The teachers just want to get out of there. Uh, Jim is in Cranford on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jim. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? Good. So I, I actually uh, would prefer having a different holiday instead of Super Bowl Monday. I would rather have National Kimchi Day instead. National Kimchi Day. I think we should make kimchi the official food of the Super Bowl, right? I think we should have ki uh, a kimchi eating halftime show. What do you think? I think that's a brilliant idea. It's a spicy cabbage-based condiment. And just like Super Bowl Monday, the garlic <laughs> flavor, the strong garlic flavor would be very distracting. Nobody can concentrate. Did you, you have a stadium that smells like ass. Did you ever smell cooking cabbage when you walk in the house? <laughs> right? Now imagine the whole stadium after you've cooked cabbage for the halftime eating contest. Nobody could concentrate. That's what I'm saying. No, they'd be telling, selling completely different products in those Super Bowl commercials. Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Andrew. What's the story? Hey, what's the story, Jerry? They're going to Betsons. Okay, that's who it was. Hey, how you doing, my secondary antidepressant? I'm doing good. What do you think about this, Andrew? Hey, man, for the kids to have a half a day off, I would, I would, you, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Now, I don't even know if my AA sponsor knows this. Okay. But when I was in eighth grade, I used to call up the middle school. I lived with my Uncle Mike. Right. And he was my guardian. And it would be like 10 degrees outside. It wouldn't even be snowing. I'd call up the school. Hello, is school on today? And they'd say, yes, it is. 
I hang up the phone and turn to my uncle and say, school's out today. Bring me with you to work. And we said, oh, my God. There you go. You know, for, for Monday half the day off, that's like, I don't know. But I would think give the kids the whole day off because, like you say, you know, being up late focus. everything as a kid. Yeah. yeah, they're exactly. not going to focus. Uh, Andrew, I've got, got a quick joke for you. You'll tell joke. me that later. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Keep trying to squeeze in that joke, you know. you got to learn to regulate. You know? All right, uh, what do you call that? Moderation, moderation. 1-800-283-101.5. Gloucester City, they're going to have a delayed opening on Monday, the Monday after the Super Bowl. People have a mixed views on this, mixed opinions. I got a Twitter poll up. I got 89 votes. Should New Jersey schools have a delayed opening the Monday after the Super Bowl? Now, it's really tight here. 51.7% say yes. 48.3% say no. So tell me, how do you feel about this? Why, you know, why would you vote the way you do? Personally, I think they should definitely have delayed opening, if not just uh, give them the day off. No one's going to be able to concentrate. The teachers aren't going to be able to teach. The children aren't going to be able to learn. There'll be one kid, the little girl in the front, who raises her hand to remind the teacher that she almost forgot to give homework out. You know who you are. Or maybe a little boy. It'll be that one person. Everybody else is going to be like, why are we wasting everyone's time? Seriously? 1-800-283-101.5. To achieve top dollar for your home, you need an agent who can create an auction-like effect. With buyers competing for your home, driving up the price, call Rob Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage to get your home sold for thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. Phyllis wanted to move closer to her daughter who lived in Pennsylvania, so she needed to sell her home in Edison. Calling Rob and his team got Phyllis the quick sale she was wanting and more money. Rob's amazing marketing triggered 57 showings and multiple offers in just four 14 days, getting the home sold for $525,000, which was more than $25,000 over the list price. Phyllis was positioned very well for her move to Pennsylvania. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. NJ.com or Google Rob Sells NJ, and then you start packing. Five in Pet Center in Old Bridge, New Jersey, looking for the Garden State's cutest pet. Send us a photo of your furry best friend. Our grand prize winner gets a $500 gift card to Pet Center. Thanks to our sponsor, Pet Center, located in the shops at Old Bridge, got Jersey's cutest pet. Send us your photo on our free app or NJ1015.com today. Asking the musical question, should New Jersey schools have a delayed opening the Monday after the Super Bowl? They're doing it in Gloucester City, whole school district, elementary school, middle school, high school. How do you feel when you like to see that happen in your school? Twitter poll is up. Uh, 95 votes and 53.7 say yes, 46.3 say no. So we're really close on this. Let's get to uh, Lee is in New Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Lee, where in New Jersey are you? Bridgewater. Bridgewater. All right, Lee, what are you thinking? Yes. Oh, this is the first time I call radio. I'm very excited. I'm glad you're here, Lee. Okay, thank you for taking my call. Sure. No, I disagree. First well, of all, right. U.S. education, well, I, I, I happen to agree with your program a lot. Right. Except when it comes to homework and this kind of matter. The homework... Uh, I think the kid that doesn't do homework, 
they do not, you know, like a refresh what they learn. Right. Uh, we enforce what they learn in the classroom. Secondly, uh, you know, if you want to have recreation, you're going to have to pay for your... Well, Lee, 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 we're not talking about homework now. We're talking about a delayed opening the day after the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I just say that's another one I disagree with you. But this- I know, but we're not doing... The topic isn't, let's talk about the many things we disagree with Steve about. The topic okay. is, how do you feel about the delayed opening? Okay, I'm sorry that I sidetracked it. That's okay. But, however... I don't think anybody should get reward because they want to have recreation and have fun. It's not about recreation. It's about just wasting time. Yeah. You know, U.S. students have, uh, in every subject, they are so much behind in many in the world. They're so much behind. But it's the Monday after the Super Bowl. You can't delay it. I don't disagree with you, but if, and you can change the time like you suggest, like a president weekend or whatever. But you know, say okay, because of Super Bowl, we're not going to go to work. We're not going to go to school. No, they're saying, Lee, Lee, would you be okay if they opened school a little later on Monday? Yeah, but that's what they're talking about—a delayed opening. That we cannot, we cannot keep doing this because you you want to have fun. You gotta pay for the consequence of to have fun. It's just like a kid want to drink; they want to have to make sure they get up and go to work next day. You don't say, "Oh, because I want to watch a football, I'm not gonna get up tomorrow to go to school or go to work." That just doesn't work that way. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. It doesn't work that uh, way. You know what? It used to work that way in the old days, but unfortunately, times have changed. And I hate the. I, I, I understand what you're saying, no. but it really is different now. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, it's just common sense. People are not going to be paying attention. What's the point? Give them a few hours to, to you know, to, to sleep in. Uh, Barbara, I'm going to put you on first after the break. 1-800-283-101.5. This is a tight race. Should New Jersey schools have a delayed opening the Monday after the Super Bowl? One district is doing it. How do you feel? Dominski and Doyle. I listen to you guys every day, so I appreciate you guys keeping me entertained on the radio. Wow. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, Bernardo. So, wait, we're supposed to be entertained. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Weekday afternoons, 2 till 7, on New Jersey 101.5 and NJ 101.5.com. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five is the number to talk to me on. Steve Trevelace, you and me till eleven o'clock tonight. Trevia at ten. Music, movies, television. New Jersey, New Jersey one zero one point five. Have we got a prize for you at Trevia? You're going to get a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, starting at four thirty. It is the biggest. Big game party in the state of New Jersey takes place at MetLife Stadium. Among those in attendance, Yankees announcer John Sterling, Sean Landetta, who would join me at uh, 9 o'clock. He was the punter for the Giants and the Eagles. Carl Nelson, offensive tackle for the Eagles. Bruce Harper, Travis Trebuca played for the Jets. And John Starks, who played for the Knicks. It's going to be Jersey's largest big game watch party at MetLife Stadium. February 12th, you can be there if you uh, want to pay for your tickets. It's leadfest.com. 
But what we're talking about right now is uh, the idea that there's a certain school district in New Jersey, Gloucester City, and they are going to do a delayed opening the Monday after the Super Bowl, which I think makes total sense. What do you think? I put a Twitter poll up. Should New Jersey schools have a delayed opening the Monday after the Super Bowl? 119 votes. 54.6% say yes. 45.4% say no. So we're pretty close on this. We're uh, we're, uh, show divided on this. What do you think? Let's start it off with Barbara is in Shemong on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barbara. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, why not? I think everybody should have off the day after Super Bowl. I know I'm off. What do you do? Um, I have a restaurant in Medford. Oh, yeah? What's the name of it? Uh, Donnie Russell's Pick 3, and we specialize in chicken wings. And you're taking the Monday morning off after the Super Bowl because you're going to sell out on Super Bowl Sunday, right? I sure hope so. Oh, I take the whole month of February off. Good to be you. Good to be you. Uh, Now, now you see, like, everybody's going to be out. Everybody's going to be going crazy on Sunday, right? The kids are going to be up all night. Give them the—it's a delayed opening. Not even—I would give them the whole day off and just call it a snow day and write it off. But they're doing a delayed opening. Yeah. Why not? What's the big deal? Just another day. You're an Eagles fan, I take it. Yes, I am. Now, is it going to be hard for you to work on Sunday with the Eagles in the Super Bowl when you can't watch the game? No, because uh, hopefully I'll get home by the second half, you know, once we close up the restaurant. But uh, it's a very big day for us. We're very um, – we've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Super Bowls, uh, it's the real deal. So oh. we're excited. Right, so they're coming for the takeout wings to take home to their Super Bowl party. Oh, yes, everything. Wings, tails, ears, shrimp, whatever. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. I say give everybody off for all that. Right. Give everybody off, and they all go to pick three in Medford and get the wings. Yes. Mm. Yes. Got Thank it. you. Got it, kiddo. Let's talk to John in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. I agree, too. Have the uh, delayed opening okay. because you can't change the Super Bowl because NASCAR has that day for the Daytona 500 on mm. President's Weekend every oh. year. Really? That's why. And so, that is the. Go oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the NASCAR Super Bowl, the first race. So uh, that's why they don't. But if they move, so that's why the Super Bowl will never be played on President's Weekend. Well, NASCAR has pretty big pull too. So. Yeah, but why can't do them both? Well, the times. How long? What time does a NASCAR race run? Usually, like around three, two to three. And it goes about four hours. All right, so there you go. Back up NASCAR to one. Start the Super Bowl at six, and you're good. Well, maybe you're right there. I, I, you know, of course, the people going to the event, then you have big Super Bowl. You go to NASCAR, right? And then inside at seven o'clock, you set up the, you, you turn, you drop the screens, you pull out the food, and you make even more money. There you go. And then everybody's off the next day. There you go. I agree with you. See that? You and I, John, we're coming up with ideas here. We're changing the world here. At 8.13 at night in New Jersey. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Gary is in Colts Neck on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gary. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I just got back in my truck and I just heard, um, what's going on in this country now? 
kids are going to have school off on a Monday after a Super Bowl? Listen. No, no, no. A delayed opening. Delayed opening. So, got a question. Remember when we were younger, it would snow like a blizzard, and we'd still be walking home from school. Right. What are we? What are we doing? I got kids, man. You know what? They'll stay up late at night anyway. They're gonna play their Game Boy and this, that, their right. phones. But there's a difference. The difference is, it's don't, not this time, Gary. It's not only the kids; it's the adults. They can't find True. teachers on a good day. Now you have these teachers calling out because they're going to be hungover, right? Everybody, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, so this affects the whole state. The Giant fans wanted Eagles to lose, right? And then you're going to have the Eagle fans who want the Eagles to win. And everybody in New Jersey is going to have an opinion on this game. And they're going to be watching the game. And they're going to be going to different Super Bowl parties. And the game, thanks to the National Football League, who cares so much about us, that they're starting the game at 6.30 and letting it go till 10.30, 11 o'clock at night with the presentations and the trophies and this and that. So then you basically say, you know what? Don't make these kids go to bed at 11 o'clock at night and then get up the next morning so they can go to school at like 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning, delay it a couple hours. Let him go half a day and let him go in the afternoon. I know. Hey, talk about the New York Giants and the New York Jets, right? I grew up in Lodi. At the right. end of the day, right. the New York Giants, they're, they, they're in New Jersey. The Jets and the Giants, they're in East Rutherford. Right. Why All the more reason. They put a retractable dome. Man, listen, I don't know the politics. Because they'd be stupid. That's why. For it. Because they're but stupid. How do you not have a dome? Yeah. A retractable dome with two teams paying for it. No? They're too stupid. They were so stupid, they built the one stadium too close to the other stadium, which ruined the demolition. That's how brilliant these guys are. And MetLife Stadium couldn't hold a candle to Giant Stadium. It's such a dump. But but that's my Unbelievable. Point. Really. And then on top of that, we wanna we want you to pay uh, up to $50,000 for personal seat licenses. Screw that. I mean, seriously. Ah, uh, you're right. No. What's it coming to? I don't know. I won't even pay for Listen, you want to give me free tickets to go to a game? I'll go. But other than that, I'm not paying for any of these athletes. And I have nothing against them. God bless them. No. Make that kind of money. But we're all paying for that. It's insane. Exactly. Gary, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Should New Jersey schools have a delayed opening the Monday after the Super Bowl? I tweeted it out. We got the Twitter poll. 122 votes. Uh, again, 54.1% say yes and 45.9% say no. So uh, how do you feel about this? Again, I believe that they should be delayed because it's just a common sense thing. Why, why do that to the kids who are going to be up? You know, it's not like every year. If you're, a, if you're a sports fan and you're a kid and your team is going to go to the Super Bowl, you may not know when that could ever happen again. Imagine being a Jets fan. And the immortal words of Joe Namath, if I ain't going back to the Super Bowl, nobody's going back to the Super Bowl, and no one has ever gone back. And it's been since, what, 1970? Is that 53 years? So if you get a chance to see your team in a Super Bowl, you got to do it. you got to let those kids watch that game, because you don't know when they're going back. Ask Dan Marino. So based on that, to put him in school the next day with one eye open, you got to get up in the morning to get him there. Well, you got to get up and go to work anyway, depending on your situation. You may take the day off from work. Everybody takes they win, the Eagles win, everybody takes the day off. You have a nice breakfast, you enjoy each other, you bond over the family. You get a memory that you will tell 
your children, your grandchildren, your children will tell their children, their grandchildren, for the rest of their lives. Instead, I didn't ever go to school the next day. 1-800-283-101.5. Very simple question. The uh, Gloucester School District is going on delayed opening on Monday. Do you agree or disagree? You ever hear anyone say this? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do. Or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain. Instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places, call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. It's 1-800-283-101.5. So, uh, what are you doing the Monday after the Super Bowl? If the Eagles win and you're in South Jersey and you're a Philadelphia fan, you want to be sending your kids to school? Or do you want to give them a little delayed opening? Because that's what's happening in Gloucester City. Uh, I think it's a beautiful thing with the uh, Eagles appearing in the big game. School officials in Gloucester City have announced a two-hour delayed opening. And people are up in arms about this. People are upset. I think it's brilliant. It's a rare and special time for families to watch our local professional team compete in the Super Bowl, Superintendent Sean Gorman said in a statement emailed to the district community. We feel it's important to give students and staff the opportunity to enjoy the game with their families and still attend school and work the next day safely and well-rested. I, I couldn't have said it better. I'm totally on board with this. How do you feel? Peters and Lawrence under Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Good. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking it's okay as long as they make it educational. What do you mean? When I, when I was at Ryder right. University, Larry Newman made us write a critique of all the uh, Super Bowl commercials in between halves. And yeah, said, you can do that if you want. I mean, again. Yeah, well, the thing is, I say, let them write about the game. You get your two. You get your two-hour delayed opening. Yeah. Right about the game. I, I would How say just give them the two-hour delayed opening. I mean, you can do that when they get there, but I mean, just sure. the idea. Give to, them the uh, two-hour, but make sure it's a project for them to uh, write about. Use their minds. Use their mind or lose their minds, right? Use it or lose well, if it. If they lose, they're going to be losing their minds. Yeah, right. Absolutely. If the Eagles blow it. Which I don't think they will. It could happen. One never knows. Now do one. Andy Reid might have his revenge for getting fired. Mm, I don't know if I go that far. But you never know. All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? And again, I'm going back to the memory thing. You know, I'm going back to, I don't know, where, when your team goes to the Super Bowl, it's not something that happens all the time. It's an event. 
It may, God knows when it could happen again. There have been teams that have only gone once and waited years and years. The fact that the Eagles are able to go twice in five years to two completely different teams, I think, is laudable. It's amazing. I think if they win this game, their general manager, Howie Roseman, should go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I can't believe I'm saying this as a Giants fan, but you remember the day. You remember the whole thing about it. You take it in. I know every one of the Giants Super Bowls, where I was, what I did, what it was like, being at those parades afterwards. So now with this, you're a kid. You know, you're a little kid. You're in elementary school in Gloucester City. You're in uh, in middle school, high school, whatever. And your team is going. You wear your green. You know, you wear your colors. You call out the name of Jalen Hurts before you throw a football. You call out the name of A.J. Brown after you catch one. And now your team is going to go. And let's say they win the championship. Do you really believe that these kids, after this massive celebration with their parents, are going to just close their eyes at 11 o'clock at night and go to sleep, right to sleep, and then get up the next morning at 6, 7 o'clock and be focused on school? What's the point? You think teachers are going to be able to do that? What would school be like on Monday morning? What's school going to be like at all those other districts? And here's a question for you if you're a parent. If your team wins, will you give your child the day off? Because I would. I would take the next day off. I would give my kids the day off. We would be celebrating all day long. I would have every television, radio show on, just listening and hearing and, and absorbing and taking it all in. And then when the parade is announced, I'd be there. Because you only get so many shots at this. It's not a given. And there are so many athletes that will tell you, starting with Dan Marino, how uh, he went his first year and was like, ah, we'll be back, no problem. As Don Mattingly with baseball, the World Series. Yeah, no problem. Uh-uh. 1-800-283-101.5. So you got Gloucester City. And, uh, you know, Gloucester City in 2002, you know, suffered a tragedy when three firemen ran into a burning building to rescue three little girls, and all six of them died, and I'll never forget that. And the benefit that we put on for those firemen uh, and their families and or their victims, 1-800-283-101.5. But here we are. And Gloucester City is saying, we're going to delay the opening a couple hours, give you guys a chance to really enjoy Sunday night. How do you feel about it? Should they be doing it? Should they not be doing it? Are you for or are you against? Sam is in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Sam. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I, not too bad. I, uh, I think that the game should just be moved to Saturday. It's uh, absurd that it still happens on Sunday. Everybody is kind of dead to the world on Monday. What's the point of it being on a Saturday? I understand the whole season games are on Sunday, or rather Sunday. It it, it would just solve so many things. Then there wouldn't need to be at the late opening. I completely agree. At 11 o'clock, your team wins. There's no way you're going to sleep. But why is that happening on a Sunday? Just be happy. Just be happy that uh, they didn't put it on Monday Night Football. (laughs) 
<laughs> somebody writes a big enough check, you'll see that game on Monday Night Football, I guarantee you. <laughs> Believe me. Again, sure. I, I would say, I, I get the idea it's a Sunday game, and I'm to- I, I totally understand that. But I would say, I would counter that with, do it on Sunday, but do it at 4 o'clock instead of 6.30. All right. Yeah, yeah. Make it the four. Make it the four twenty-five game because you know that's the other thing. You do it. it, The worst thing they could do is play that game at six thirty. Same thing with the Giant Eagle game last week. You got all day long to pregame. By the time that game starts, you're either passed out on the floor or throwing up in the bathroom. And now the game's going to start. And it's so anticlimactic because you've had pregame for two solid weeks and all day long. All they're going to do is talk about this, the same talking heads with the same cliches, talking to the same ex-athletes with the same cliches, talking about this stupid game that you just play the damn game already. That should be, if I ever get a pregame show, I want my pregame show to go on at 6 o'clock at night, and that would be the title. Play the friggin' game. 100%. I'm totally 100%. with you. Yeah. You get it. You get it. So what do you think? Should the school be open later on Sunday morning? I mean, on Monday morning? Uh, I feel like it kind of sets uh, a bad, I don't know, kind of uh, the space on a bad example. But what, is it, what do I even mean by that? I don't know. So it's like, sure, if everybody, why not give the kids, uh, why not? Two hours. I, that really... They should bump it up, like you said. They'll bump it up a few hours. Yeah. I don't take care of a lot of these issues. Two hours on Monday morning. The kids get up. They go to PJ's Pancakes. They have a nice breakfast, and then they go. Then they go to school. Sam, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You only get one shot at this, right? Absolutely. The Browns go in the Super Bowl, and they win. Mm-hmm. Are you sending your sons to school the next day? Um, No. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, they probably couldn't even find me after that happened. That, that's going to be the problem. <laughs> well, well, why are you home? We're, we're looking for dad. <laughs> Dirty. Now the latest new drink. 283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. In Gloucester City, two-hour delayed opening on Super Bowl Monday. Give the kids a chance to enjoy the game without the pressure of having to get up and go to school. And the parents, without the pressure of having to get up and getting them ready. How do you feel about the idea? Got a Twitter poll up. 143 votes. This is close, kids. 53.1% say yes. 46.9% say no. How do you feel about it? Patricia is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Patricia. Hi, how are you, Steve? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, So, yeah, I'm a teacher Uh um, of 10 years, and when it was the last Super Bowl that the Eagles were in, um, I had most of the kids weren't there. Uh, They didn't show up. So um, I think that it would be a good idea to have delay. I mean, will some kids still stay home? Maybe. But I think it's a better chance that some kids will come in if there's a delayed opening. Absolutely. And you know what? They're only talking two hours. You know, they're only talking right. two hours. Let them be rested. Give them more chance to focus. I think I think it's a great compromise. And I think that, like, people who were going to take the day off would say to themselves, well, you know, they are going to, they are, you know, they are conceding a little bit with the two-hour delay. Maybe we should concede a little bit, too, and go to school that day. Right. I agree. Although I do have to say the day of the parade is another one. Oh, my God. About because 
that day, I mean, nobody hardly was there. And uh, we wound up showing the live footage during some of the classes. I, of the so, parade? I mean, yeah. Seven million people? Yeah. I like that. I, I like that, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see, getting pretty presumptuous here. You're an Eagles fan? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Giants. But oh, there you go. I'm just saying, if they win, I'm just saying the last time that was also something that kind of occurred where nobody was there. That's all. You got to be careful with the parade. There was a, there's a clip. When the Eagles played the Patriots in 2004, there was a clip that uh, Bill Belichick had gotten a hold of because the mayor, the mayor of Philadelphia, somebody, some Philadelphia politician released the parade route in, I think it was the Philadelphia Inquirer, before the game. So Belichick oh calls God. a team meeting, and you can see the footage. He's sitting there with the whole team. Okay, so the parade's going to go down Market Street. It's gonna go and you see the oh players seething as they're listening to this. And then they went out and won the game. <laughs> Thanks for the call. The New Jersey 101.5. You know, if there's anyone that would remember this, it would probably be a guy in Philadelphia who's usually pretty happy, except when things like this happen. That'd be Anthony. What? Do you remember that? Absolutely. Huh? And they cheated. And they cheated. Then they're thinking about the cheating. You know, is it about cheating? This is not the who cheated hour. This is the schools of a delayed opening hour. So when the Eagles win yeah. next week, yes, um, all schools from the Taconi Palmyra Bridge to Voorhees, right, should should be closed. Okay, and any schools beyond Voorhees, Berlin, and up, a two-hour delay. Okay, and then when they go back and to school, all schools should be starting with this, <laughs> as mandated by Anthony of Philadelphia, as per the parade. Yes. You and I are going to go together. We're going to both have one the um the midnight T.O. jersey. <laughs> you and I. We'll be marching behind the parade with the pooper scoopers. Yeah, and at some point, yes, we're going to have to stop carrying the state of New Jersey. Carrying the state of New Jersey. Yeah, you got to get a football team that actually can win something. Uh, oh, that's, you know what? It's, it's going to sound like there's something wrong with the phone and I cut you off. But you just keep talking, okay? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. 1-800-283-101.5. Frank is in Staten Island on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Francis. Frank? How are you, Steve-O? Good, buddy. How are you? How are you, Steve? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I read an article recently. Yes, I can. I read an article recently in the New York Post that Super Bowl Monday is the third biggest sick call-out day for work. Right. Uh, so some companies are looking to give their people the day off or late. They said the only two days out more are December 26th and January 2nd. Okay. So all the more reason why they should move the Super Bowl to President's Weekend. NASCAR be damned. Just move NASCAR, move the game around NASCAR, whatever, do both. Or put it on a Saturday. Nah, forget Saturday. If anything, you move the game earlier on a Sunday. That's how you do it. You move the game from 4 to, they want to go 6.30 because they want to get all that primetime commercial money. 
So what you do is you put the game at 4.30. Now it plays until 7.30, 8 o'clock, and then you go right into your primetime lineup. That would, that would be doing it if you really gave a damn about your fans. The NFL does not give a damn about their fans. They give a damn about their pocketbook. That's why it's all about the only color the NFL sees is green. So that's why they'll play the game at that time. That's why it's going to be a night game. But they won't do it on Saturday. But if they did it on Sunday, I mean, then you have President's Weekend. Now you get the Monday off. So, Frank, are you on board with this? A delayed opening, yes or no? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Christina in Gloucester City on New Jersey 101.5. It's happening in your town, Christina. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Um, I, I just I just heard this on the radio, and I have to say, yes. um, I lived in Gloucester City my whole life. Right. And this is a very poor community. Right. What, what the school district is missing is that a lot of parents are going to be struggling to get their kids to school two hours late. Not everyone's going to be able to call their work and say, I'm coming in two hours late on Monday. Well, you're going from the other side. You're going from the side of, okay, uh, economically. Yes. Economically, I don't think it's right that the school district did this. Um, My daughter has my granddaughter in school, and she is a parent that is going to need daycare or somebody to take her daughter to school. And I, I just think that you have to look at the bigger picture when you make a huge decision like that. Even though it's just one day and right. they give them time to... What if it was a snow day? What if, what if they gave them off because it was snowing outside? Snow day? Well, that's different. And to be honest with you, the school district is is not very keen on even doing that because these kids, um, like I said, it's a poor district and they really rely on the food that they get at school for breakfast and lunch. Right. And they do not close school unless it's very, very bad. So then why would they do this? Why would they do this? I think they're trying to support the team, obviously. And and I think the older kids would benefit from this, but the younger kids that... Um, See, now remember, remember, we're talking, Christina, we're talking two hours. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. New Jersey 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelisse. So the Super Bowl is going to be February 12th. And on February 13th, Foster City is going to be giving their kids a two-hour delayed opening. School superintendent, uh, I'm totally on board with the idea. Uh, says he, uh, it's a rare and special time for families to watch our local professional team compete in the Super Bowl, says Sean Gorman in a statement. We feel it is important to give students and staff the opportunity to enjoy the game with their families and still attend school and work the next day safely and well-rested. I am totally on board with this. I think more schools should be doing it. How do you feel? What will you be doing the day after the Super Bowl? Should your team win? Claire is in Ocean Township under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Claire. Hi. How you doing? Good. How you doing tonight? All right. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that I used to think education was primary and that the glorification of sports was secondary, but 
apparently I must be in the major- minority to feel that way if a school district has already deemed this an important event for a family. I think there are far better family options to share in and not compromise education for our children. Let me ask you something. You say there are far better things for families to share. Um, Okay. Give me something. Like you're talking about a Super Bowl. You're talking about uh, if you grew up a fan of the team, and we have a local team in the Super Bowl, we have the Eagles. So if you're in South Jersey, you're in Gloucester, and Dad grew up an Eagles fan, and he's passing that baton to the children, who are now Eagle fans, and they get to share the experience that doesn't happen all the time. Some people, it doesn't happen at all. Some teams, it happens once or twice in a lifetime. And they get to share that experience what would be what would you say would be better than that well education education to you know exemplify the importance of no, no, give me, just give me an event. So come on, this doesn't happen all the time. You know, so give me something that you know Christmas morning. I mean, what are we talking about? What are you teaching kids though by saying that? You're teaching kids it's okay to celebrate an event with your family that could be once in a lifetime. There are other events to celebrate Such that as? are more important to our world, like Fourth of July. Or but we get that. You know, we celebrate that. We do celebrate that, but do it as a family and go to something celebratory. But they're doing that too. That. They're going to go to the parade probably. School year when education once again was primary, but. We're not, talking, we're not talking about education. I have in my township yes. a, a graduate who made the number one draft pick that, you know, people were of, let's... you talking about Kenny Pickett? ...and have parades that. And what happened to my son who went to an Ivy League-educated school to say, well, where's the parade for that? Why are we I, celebrating that? Hey, wait a minute, hold on. on sports because that's much more important. We're, we're putting the emphasis on sports simply because it's something that the whole country gets around and watches. No, whole, not it's a whole, we well, I guess we okay. are going to agree to disagree. All right. I'm just saying, I mean, in this, so you're saying, so you're disappointed. Family celebration to delay school and everything else. Yeah, a lot of people want to call out sick or call off the day, call out the day after. That's one thing, but. That's all we're talking about. A two hour delayed opening on the Monday after the Super Bowl. That's all we're talking about, Clay. Knowing and you get a two hour delayed, you know. It's bad enough for families trying to get out to do their job and and, and juggle their school right. situations with delayed openings or early closings for weather, and you're going to throw in freaking Super Bowl. I'm sorry. You sound like you're jealous. You sound like you're jealous because your son didn't get what Kenny Pickett got. Education at this point. All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jersey Radio. I've been listening to you guys since I was a kid. New Jersey 101.5. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Whatever gets you through the night. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelyse. Getting you through the night till 11 o'clock at night. Oh, boy, have we got a good night for you tonight. 
We got trivia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And uh, we got a cast of characters coming in here. We got Tom Baldinger, who's the uh, director of the new Beer League 2. We got two posts at nj1015.com about it. Uh, one with uh, Jimmy Palumbo on the movie. One with Jimmy Palumbo on Audie Lang. Uh, where's he going to be in the movie? Go to nj1015.com and find out. Or wait till Baldinger gets in here. Mark Rick and Donnie is in the movie. He's going to be in here as well. And uh, we've got Amanda Gale, very funny comedian, is going to be in here. And of course, the one and only Scott Amush himself, Justin Gonzalez, would be doing that at uh, 10 o'clock. And uh, the prize that we have got for you. You know, we scan the globe trying to find the best stuff. And what we have come up with, a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. Starts at 4.30 in the afternoon. Imagine this. This is the largest party in MetLife Stadium on February 12th. It's Jersey's largest big game watch party. And there's going to be like, oh my God, loads of people there. There's going to be incredible food, but you're going to get to meet some cool people. John Sterling is going to be there. It is high. It is far. You will eat. There's going to be Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper, Travis Tripuka from the Jets. John Starks is going to be there. It's going to be huge run drills. You take photos on the field, game day fair, prestigious Coach's Club is where you can eat it. VIP and standard packages are available. You can get yours now at theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. And uh, one of the people going to be there is uh, my friend, my main man. As a Giant fan, uh, Sean Lundette has played 22 seasons in the NFL for five different teams from 1985 to 1993. Punted for the Giants in two Super Bowls. Then from 1999 to 2002, he slumped it. He played for the Eagles. Lundette has played 22 seasons of the NFL. He's been on the 1980 All-Decades team, the 1990s All-Decades team. Uh, he's one of 29 individuals to be selected to multiple All-Decades teams in NFL history. And he joins me now on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, pal? Hello, Steve. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, this is going to be an incredible party, man. You all psyched? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's really a great event, uh, LEAD, which stands for Law Enforcement Against Drugs. They're doing a terrific event at uh, MetLife Stadium on Super Bowl Sunday. They did it last year, and we had a great turnout. And i got to tell you, you can't be at a better venue to watch a Super Bowl game than be in the stadium with all the TVs, be able to walk out on the field. Uh, it's really a great event, and I'm um, looking forward to it again. And they got all kinds of good stuff for the kids as well. They got quarterback accuracy drills, wide receiver drills. You get the kick, you get the punt. I mean, if you're a kid, this is a memory you will never forget. No, I agree with you. And let me tell you, all of us were kids too. We we as grown ups all loved doing that stuff with them. It was really a a great day, and uh, you know everybody that comes out, it'll be a a Super Bowl there, remember. It's a heck of a way to watch a game. You played in two Super Bowls, and I watched them both. I got to tell you, by the way, I found uh, I found in my mother's things an autograph that you signed back in, like, 1980-something uh, to Aunt Roe, love Sean Landetta, and there you are, number five, punting the ball. I put it on my office wall. How about that? Well, I'm, I'm honored it's up there, and I'm really glad uh, you still have it. 
Absolutely. Now, when you walk out on a football field today, having played in two Super Bowls for the Giants, two of the most memorable Super Bowls for the Giants, right? The first two. What does it feel like for you, Sean? You know, it really brings back great memories. You know, you you realize how fortunate you were to be part of that. I mean, it's it's so hard to get to the Super Bowl, and then it's harder to win the game. And years later, to look back and realize how lucky you were to be a part of that. And every year, you'll get reminded of it because the Super Bowl comes around, and you know you remember back to what that was like. And you know, again, both both of those games, the fact we were able to win, you know, makes such a difference too. Because I've always said it's not not fair to the team that doesn't win they're a terrific team most of the time they play a heck of a game but if they don't win uh you know for them it's not a good day and then years later unlike for us it's not a good memory for them every year so very blessed that i was on those two giant teams that won now the 87 team was much different from the 90 team what would you say the difference was between those two teams well, the 87, you know, it's interesting. The 87 team, I think we won our last 12 or 13 in a row. Uh, yes, you did. You know, really just marched in. We were 14-2 and two regular season. And the two games we lost, we could have won. Uh, really very close to a perfect season. But, you know, the, the 90 team, I think, was a little underrated, Steve. We were 12-4, and four, and there were a couple close games we lost. We, we could have been 14-2 and two, like that 86 team, but – uh, you know, we, we didn't have the guys that we had uh, four years earlier, but nonetheless, still a terrific team. And that 49ers team we beat to go to the Super Bowl, I mean, they were going for their third straight Super Bowl, and that yeah. team was loaded with stars. And just what a great victory for us uh, to go out there and win that game. And, uh, you know, yes, they were both different. And, uh, you know, I think that 90 team, uh, I know it doesn't make sense to say, how can a Super Bowl winning team be underrated? But, uh, that was really a terrific team also. As as a kicker, Sean Lindetta, standing on that field in 1990 when Scott, Scott Norwood missed the kick, how did you feel? You know, we, we were worried because we knew he could make it. Uh, we did know that he had not made a kick off of grass at that distance in his whole career. Oh, really? And, uh, it, yes, he had not. Now, it didn't mean he couldn't make it, but, uh, you know, I can remember uh, – Parcells and Belichick had asked me, you know, can he make this kick? And I, you know, I told him, I said, yes, he can make it, but he's never done it off grass at this distance. And not to mention with the pressure of the Super Bowl hanging in the balance. So uh, we were very fortunate he didn't make that kick. Uh, you know, because just think how different history is in so many ways if he does make that kick. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so many things are different, but. Uh, it was really a great game, very well played by both teams, and uh, so nice for us to come out on top. You know, you talk about that championship game with the 49ers. If Rocky II were a football game, it would have been that game. That was the most emotional slugfest I had ever seen as a football game with you two going neck and neck all the way through it, and it comes down to the fumble that LT causes, and uh, then they get to go down and beat the 49ers on Chris Barr's kick. No, it, it was amazing. Uh, you know, we're, we're there watching them run the clock out. And they're moving the ball, and it's a little helpless feeling because, you know, if they just run the ball a few more times, uh, they pretty much run the clock out or leave us with so little time. But it was amazing that we were able to get the ball back. And then Matt Barr, you know, you, you talk about a pressure kick. It wasn't a situation where if he missed, the game would have been tied and went to overtime. He had to make the kick 
it was a long click kick off of a poor field, and he did it. And uh, one other thing about Matt, you know, he doesn't get credit for this, but in Super Bowl twenty five, right, he kicked what turned out to be the game winning field goal. Now, just because it was with four minutes left and it wasn't four seconds, nobody realizes that. But again, if he doesn't make that kick, you know, we're behind. It wasn't tied, so. Uh, we were very lucky to have a great veteran guy like Matt Barr kicking for us in those games. That's a great point. Nobody ever talks about that. You're right. They focus on the Norwood miss, not the bar, you know, the bar successful field goal. I got to ask you this tongue firmly in cheek as someone who's your friend. And, and uh, you know, when Jamie Gillen missed the ball against the Eagles this year, how did you feel when you saw that? I just thought, you know, I thought he actually did a good job to try and get the ball down the field. What I thought, technically, that could have been a drop kick field goal attempt. That's what I thought. And they said no, they threw a flag. Yeah, I, I you know, he couldn't have reached it from there. But technically, if he had the ability to kick that ball 75 yards, and if he would have went through, right. that would have counted as a field goal. It should have been a missed field goal and brought back to the line of scrimmage. I don't recall what happened, but that was a crazy game because if you remember, five minutes later, the Eagles went to punt out of their end zone. Mm-hmm. And that kid got the ball uh, deflected. He caught the deflection. Right. And ran 16 yards and almost picked up the first down. Yeah, I remember. Two crazy plays within five minutes and Ironically, when he got hit out of bounds, uh, he got injured, and he's been out since then. I mean, he's he's not. I don't think he's going to punch for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, that that was pretty crazy because again, technically, that could have been a drop kick by Gillen. But no one uh, even thought of that. See, you should call him up, Sean. You should call him up. He can still get in. Yeah. Who are you picking? Who are you picking for the game? You know, I don't have a strong feeling either way. I. I think the Eagles have a better team. Now, that certainly doesn't mean they'll win. Uh, but if I had to pick, I'd pick the Eagles. But if, if Kansas City won, it wouldn't surprise me because that quarterback is just beyond unbelievable. Uh, they're tight end. Even though the whole world knows he's going to get it, he still gets open. And, uh, you know, it's really going to be something. Andy Reid, you know, going against his old team. It should be a great game. Uh, you know, I think it's the two best teams. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice two best teams playing. But, you know, I, I think the Eagles may win, but let's see what happens. All right, that's Sean Lindette, and we'll be seeing it at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. Starts at 4.30. To get your tickets, go to theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. Sean, thanks so much for coming on. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks, Next Sunday. Thank you, buddy. Got it, pal. Sean Landetta, formerly of the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, are going to be giving away tickets to theleadfest.com. It's going to be a massive party. And uh, stick around. This fast trip, 283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Beautiful Wednesday night in New Jersey. Got Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. We got comedians. Uh, Mark Riccadon is going to be here. Uh, Justin Gonzalez, Amanda Gale, and uh, Tom Baldinger is going to tell us about the new Beer League movie, Beer League 2, 
which uh, Jimmy Palumbo uh, talked about Monday night. Is Artie Lang in it? Is Ralph Macchio in it? Go to nj1015.com, and uh, you can find out. Imagine you have an 11-year-old daughter. And she's just a happy-go-lucky kid, plays softball, soccer, part of the band. And then they find an aggressive tumor in her brain. And uh, the doctors tell you that due to the size and location of the tumor blocking cerebral fluids, it would cause more harm than good to operate. Would you accept that? Would you go along with the plan? Or would you want a second opinion? And today, uh, medicine being what it is, benefits being what they are, the uh, funds aren't always there to be able to fight that fight, to be able to get that second opinion. But thank God we have GoFundMe. And Allison Ewing is the 11-year-old girl, and her father, Keith, joins me now on New Jersey 101.5. How are you, Keith? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tell me, tell me the story. Tell me what's happening with Allie. How's she doing? Um, so I guess uh, the easy, the, the quick answer is, um, she is showing slight improvements every day. Mm-hmm. Um, long and, and, and I guess the longer version of that is, um, you know, we thought she was having some issues. She's a very active kid, very, you know, just always on the go involved in any and everything going on. Right. Um, you know, she was having some issues that we thought were relatively mild stomach issues, uh, causing her nausea and things like that. And it just carried on for way too long. And back and forth through doctors and ER visits and everything that we could think of to try to get it done. And, um, you know, one day at home, uh, she laid down to take a nap and she woke up basically presenting stroke symptoms. Uh, oh, my God. Being in the left side of her face, uh, you know, loss of motor control and, and strength in her left arm and leg. Um, and, you know, we obviously rushed her right to the hospital because, you know, that's just not something. I and mean, we, we know as adults what we think it looks like. So uh, we rush her right to the hospital. They take her in immediately for uh, a CAT scan, and that's when they find a mass in her brain uh, that, that, you know, we find now is a tumor. Um, and it's it's absolutely insane. Um, it's a nightmare. You, you, yeah, absolutely. It's the worst of nightmares. You know, you never think... You, you you look at your kids and you ne- and you never look at anything other than the future. You know you look at you know what what is she going to be doing in college? What is what is you know her high school life going to be like? Is is she going to still be interested in in you know her sports and stuff? We're a big sports family. We're involved in all of our local youth sports here in town, and you know you constantly look toward her future and you look toward everything that you you know you see in her all the potential you see in her and then you get a diagnosis like that and it just sucks the air out the room no and you know what uh like i was saying healthcare being what it is you have a gofundme page which i'm going to put on uh, nj1015.com and you know you're looking you need to raise money because not only to get the second opinion but to just to be able to aid in ali's care you know and get the assistance to to ease the burdens this can't be easy for you you're a self-employed trucker your wife is a stay-at-home mom and she takes care of your other daughter who's got non-communicative autism uh 
it's so much to deal with. It's a it's a ton. Um, you know, we we had a full plate before this, and um, you know, it, it's 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 tipping the scales at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for our community kind of rallying around, and I not kind of rallying around us, completely wrapping their arms around us, and um, just everyone absolutely doing anything in their power to try to provide some sort of assistance, whether it be uh, through GoFundMe or, or you know, just providing meals so we can be at the hospital with her and not have to worry about cooking dinners, um, you know, calling in favors to, you know, get people in, in you know, these hospitals to uh, give us a little additional attention just to make sure nothing's being missed and things like that. Um, I mean, it's, our community has been excellent. Um, we're really hoping that the extended community of New Jersey um, would would help out as well. Um, you know, it just we we don't know what we're up against. We don't know how far this fight has to go. Um, you know, if we have to travel cross country with her for treatments to get her to the best place to to, to address this issue, or you know, if we're going to be able to handle it locally, you know, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to win or how frequently I'm going to be able to work. Uh, you know, because it's sure it's, it's already a lot on us, but you know. And now we're, we have to be split in two separate locations, essentially, you know, her and her mother and I. Um, you know, one of us is always with, with our other two children, and one of us is always with her. And, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's as much of a nightmare as you can imagine, and then some. We're going to do everything possible to help. We're going to put the story on nj1015.com. Keith, thanks so much for coming on, and best our prayers for you and young Alexandra Alley, and uh, anything we can do, we'll be in touch. And uh, again, you know, thanks so much for sharing this with us, and keep us posted, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you guys are doing for us. You got it. 1-800-283-101.5. We'll get all the information on uh, nj1015.com. Whatever you can do to help young Allie Ewing, please. It's 930. Now the latest New Jersey news. Hi, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trebleese. Hanging out till 11 o'clock because that's what we do when this is Wednesday night. Which should only mean one thing. Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And uh, we, we got we got the cast in here. Uh, Gemini is not here tonight. Gemini is uh, God knows where. I am not here. <laughs> but he sent his voice. Scott is here, Justin Gonzalez. When he's not singing Freddie Mercury, he's imitating Gemini. And... Uh, <laughs> We've got we've got Tom Baldinger here, and he's the, uh, the 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 director and the producer of Beer League Two. And Jimmy Palumbo is here on Monday night. We didn't come in. He calls. He called in. He's the he's the big star. He calls in. You have to come down. He calls. <laughs> <laughs> but you bring garlic knots. You know? I, yeah, I brought garlic knots. I love cookies, cookies. 
I like this. You see, it's the only reason why I have people in here, Amanda, is oh. because they bring food. Oh, God. I'll remember that for next time. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. We're glad you're here this time. Thank you for having you me. You don't have it. to bring food. Oh, They but... bring the food to you. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't really need food right now, but thank you. Okay. So, Amanda Gale, tell me about you. So, like, you're, been, you're a comedian. You're going to be a Catch yeah. Your Rising star this weekend. Yes, I am. Friday and Saturday. Um, yeah. I live in Hoboken. I'm a Central Jersey native, and we exist. So, Where are you like, from? Where is Central Brunswick. Jersey? Oh, okay. Yeah. And you live in Hoboken? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Did yeah. you have to sell your house and sell your blood? And <laughs> yeah. Your I don't really eat. That, that's no. how you afford Hoboken. <laughs> you walk by Fiore's, you look in the window, but you don't eat. No, I don't. I try to. That's why I go on dating websites, so I can eat in Hoboken. That's, that's pretty that's, good. You yeah. see, that's what Rick Adana used to do. He used to go on dating websites. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. he's working out well for him. Yeah. Look, I've been out every night this week, apparently. And when your wife finds out, boy, she's going to kick your ass. <laughs> She'd be happy at least she doesn't have to feel <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a little thing we do where we talk about the news. And uh, we call it Headlines and the Treble Lines. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Treble Lines. I read the news today. Oh, doctor, doctor. Give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? All right, everybody pulls their phone. All right. <laughs> Tom Brady retired. Thank I God. don't believe it. Again. Yay, <laughs> sports ball. Tom Brady uh, has called it quits yet again. On the same day Ozzy Osbourne called it quits. Oh, yeah. He retired? Yeah, he bit the head off the goat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, he canceled all of his dates. Really? I just announced his retirement? Yeah, that was the news on Get out. the morning news today. Yeah, I saw was that. <laughs> Ozzy yeah. Osbourne calls off all of his dates, and Tom Brady retires. Brady like, wasn't going to be upstaged. Over. Yeah. Brady, <laughs> he wasn't going to be upstaged. You know, they were talking about that, and they were saying, you know, <clears throat> if you were a Jet fan, right? right would you, if Brady was still. I wrote a blog about that. Did, Brady should Brady to the Jets. Would he, would he, would, Brady should have gone fan, to the Jets. Would you want. Brady, or would you rather have Aaron Rodgers? Well, here's the deal. Brady wouldn't cost you anything. That's true. Brady is the kind of guy who goes to the team and says, listen, don't pay me. Go get the playmakers so that I can win Super Bowls, which yeah. he did. And Brady would be the perfect guy to, to school that kid so who's a total idiot. In, oh, well, would they Wilson? bring in Wilson, Belichick? what a moron. Well, my other thought was, because if Brady didn't go to the Jets, I was going to, I figured, go back to New England. Right? You got divorced, right? Now you're on your own. Go home. Yeah. Go home, feel the love, <laughs> and retire that way. Because, I mean, you know, for one thing, what really surprised me was that he did it this week. Because you're in the middle of the Super Bowl. You got all this Super Bowl hype going on. It's all about the game, the game, the game. And now Tom Brady says, no, 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 it's about me. But he knows everybody's watching. Well, they would have watched next week. Anytime Brady did it, they'd watch. Right? I mean, he could have just said, hey, you know, I'm going to do it now. We figured he was retiring when he went to Florida. Isn't that what most people do? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Robert Klein line? What's that? Right? I sent two perfectly healthy parents to Florida. 30 years later, they're dead. What the hell's going on down there? <laughs> God's waiting room. That's what Florida is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I see, like, now the move for Brady, and it couldn't come at a better time. Get him in that Fox booth. 
because that that maybe Peyton's going. Are you kidding? I'm going to get upstaged by him again. Well, you know what though? I mean, it all depends. I don't know. You think he can? Like, how do you think he would be like as a sportscaster? Can you see Brady in the booth? Are you a football fan, Amanda? I, if it depends on who's asking. Um, if it's a guy I want to date, yes. Right. But, um, <laughs> I'm not judging Amanda, okay. but I'm sure um, every woman this would room, like Tom no. Brady um, on television. I've actually never heard him speak. I just know that Giselle, uh, Giselle Bunchen dumped him right because he right. wouldn't quit football now he did now he's I don't buy that. hot Jewish girlfriend and he's gonna quit now she must be pissed <laughs> see I don't I don't buy that though I, I think, ring. I yeah. think, I think <laughs> yeah. that was over with and I think he I think what happened was the marriage was in trouble okay. and he said I'm gonna retire to try to save the marriage and he realized the marriage couldn't be saved alright back to football oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I hear correctly though that they said that he's gonna make more money as a broadcaster than he will ever as an as an NFL three and a half million a year. Wow, three and a half million dollars for Tom Brady. Now, now think about this. When you look at the guys that called the Super Bowl, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, two Jersey guys, mm. that's the number one broadcast team on Fox. <laughs> where, where John Madden and Pat Summerall once sat, where right. Al Michaels and Chris Collins were, and, and nothing against those guys, but. No. How funny would it be if Tom Brady goes to, you know, he goes into announcing the games and all of a sudden uh, Eli Manning gets better ratings at the last minute. Peyton. Yeah, Peyton in the Manning cast. <laughs> well, you know what? The Manning cast better look out because you know what's on their heels. What's that? The Kelsey cast. Oh. Yeah, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm Eli and Peyton, I'm paying attention to what's going on with uh, oh, Jason and Travis yeah. Kelsey. Wait until the Watts retire, and then there's three of them. That's like two. That's like the blue collar. You know, the, the Manning <laughs> cast is like the highbrow, man, you know. But the Kelsey cast, they'll, they'll take them out in the parking lot. <laughs> and then the Watt cast? Oh, that's, that's just the... They'll just say, what? <laughs> All right. Uh, stick around. 1-800-283-101.5. Trevia coming up and more to come. Jominski and 800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelace. Uh, let's see. We got. Oh, by the way, I found out that uh, a caller called in and said I was wrong. I was really wrong. Tom Brady gets uh, $375 million for 10 years to be a broadcaster. Cha-ching. That's half of what it costs to get Amanda Gale in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> One time. One night. One night with no food. With no food, right? See that? But don't worry, we, took, we got you covered here. Yeah. We, got, we got the cookies, we got the yeah, garlic yeah, yeah, nuts yeah. from uh, from King's Pizza Rama. Yeah. I got the pizza bowl this weekend up in uh, uh, at Red's Restaurant and Tavern up in uh, Kroftstadt. All right, so uh, the Super Bowl commercials are out. You guys into the Super Bowl commercials? Oh, yeah. I you know, love them. 100%. Do you really? Three years in oh, a row, yeah. I went on Good Morning America to talk about the takes of, uh, there was like five comics, and we all gave our oh, really? takes on all the commercials, what was funny, what wasn't. And have you seen any of these? No, they already have them out. They already got them out. Well, then that's not, uh, who's going to watch the Super Bowl? Right, Maya Rudolph is uh, doing taking over M&M's now. Because I want my candy to have an opinion. Oh, I don't want my I candy that. to yeah. just taste good. All I want from M&M's, melt in your mouth, not in your hands. I'm not I'm looking for anything else. That's it. Do your job. <laughs> exactly. My I, Rudolph. I always look forward to the uh, the trailers, the movie trailers. That's, uh -huh. you know, like, that's what I always look forward to. Like, you know, the commercials are great, but you're always looking forward to that box office popcorn, you know, trailer, whether it's like, you know, a superhero movie or like some <laughs> sci-fi movie. And I'm literally, I am that guy who will go, hey, shut up, just, just, just hang on. And everybody's like, are you serious? That's a commercial. I'm like, yeah, but 
it's the first time you're going to see this, yeah. this movie trailer. I want to see this, you know? You see, really, as a director, it gets you. You know what you're looking for. Yeah, usually, right? yeah. And, and, and like, because there's a Super Bowl, the movie's not coming out the friggin' August. But they have to show you now. <laughs> yeah. Growing up in Ohio, everybody was so excited about the game and the commercials would come on and everybody would start talking, doing whatever. Then when I was at... Uh, acting school in New York City. Everybody had talked during the game. Like, Quiet! The commercials are on. Let's see if we know anyone. <laughs> the uh, the uh, avocados have a commercial. Oh, avocados are a big thing, though, right? Uh, Bush, oh, Bush Light. They're going to do a shelter spot. Sarah McLaughlin sings "Angel" while sharing a tent with wolves in the wilderness. <laughs> Confusing Anheuser Bush uh, in Bev's Bush guy. Uh, Woke in just, the wilderness. For just Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, for just dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. I will <laughs> I'm going to start crying, please. And then we got another one with Brian Cranston uh, reprising Walter White and Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman will reunite in a spoof of an RV scene uh, from their episode Four Days Out. Am I okay to drive? Uh, Crown Royal's got Dave Grohl doing their commercial. Okay. Uh, Missy Elliott and uh, Jack Harlow is going to collaborate on uh, barbecued Doritos. Wow. No, I'm, I'm just, I, see, what I'm confused about is I actually know all of these people. Like, I'm usually not hip with pop culture, but I'm like, these are all people that, like, I know. Like, Missy Elliott, I know her, you know, all that. I don't know anyone who's popular, so I'm confused. Well, how about Serena Williams? Retro, no. I know. My There's goodness. no TikTok stars uh, doing commercials. Well, they're working their way up. They're working their way up. They're doing the Arena Football That's League championship right. game right now, and they're going to get to the point where they could do the Once Super Bowl. Once they can deliver the line, sip it, and smile with the logo out, they might go and, pro. And go, That's true. I'm yeah, looking forward to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I like it. I'm looking forward to the Beer League commercial in the Super Bowl. When, 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 what quarter are we going to see that in? Uh, fourth quarter. <laughs> the game goes into the game goes into quadruple overtime. Quadruple. Yeah, that's yeah. May have, So Beer League, man, is coming out. Eh? Opening day, March 30th, is going to come out. I actually just uh, saw a rough cut of it today. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. Nice, looks good nice. So far. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, my editor, Rich Hall, uh-huh. uh, dropped me a text message. Uh, it was about like ten thirty this morning. He goes, "I think I got something to show you." And I was nice. like, uh, "Don't, don't tease me." I was like, "I want to see a little <laughs> bit of it." So uh, it was about noon. He uh, he texts me again. He goes, "I got something for you." So I watched. Uh, the first episode and uh very pleased so far so we'll uh yeah we got some more work to do but it's uh it's looking good mark's used that line many times people just walk away <laughs> 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 all right one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. right here's the name here's the deal you gotta call for trevia now because we have got listen to this prize i mean normally what do we get right listen to what we got now we have got tickets to lead fest it's going to be the biggest watch party biggest uh super bowl what they call big game watch party because they can't say Super Bowl. I can say Super Bowl. Uh, but at this thing, it's going to be at MetLife Stadium, February 12th. Starts at 4.30 in the afternoon. John Sterling is going to be there. It is high. It is far. Sean Lindetta, who I just had on, is going to be there. Carl Nelson, the giant offensive tackle from back in the day. Nice. Bruce Harper with the fireman's hat, right? He's going to be there. Uh, 42. Uh, Travis Trapuca from the Jets is going to be there. Put the puke in it. Uh, John Starks uh, is going to be there as well. Nick's John Starks. And you're going to run drills, take photos on the field, enjoy game day fair, that means food, at the prestigious Coaches Club VIP and standard packages available. We're giving away tickets that cost $100 a piece. 
and it's going to be an incredible day. No better place to watch the Super Bowl than at MetLife Stadium itself on February 12th. And you can win these simply by getting trivia right. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. You know how easy these questions are. So if I were you, I'd be calling in right now. Bill Spadia. Hey, guys. Bill Spadia here. While you are waiting for the show we've got on tap for you on Thursday, check out the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Find out the top four places to get the best Bloody Mary in New Jersey. I'll be in 6 to 10 a.m. on New Jersey 101.5 and streaming on our free New Jersey 101.5 app. The show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry, that's Trivial Steve Trevelis. That's Trivial. Trivial. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number that you should be calling right now. Because have we got a prize for you. Pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. All kinds of celebrities are going to be there. John Sterling from the New York Yankees. It is high. It is far. He'll be there. Giants, Sean Lendetta, Carl Nelson from the Super Bowl teams of 1987 and 1990. Uh, Bruce Harper and Travis Trapuca from the Jets. John Starks is going to be there uh, from the New York, uh, New Jersey's largest big game watch party at MetLife Stadium. Super Bowl Sunday, February 12th. That you're going to be able to run drills, take photos on the field. There's all kinds of food. You eat at the prestigious Coaches Club. There are two levels. There's the $100 level and a $250 level. We love you, but you're getting the $100 level. Uh, <laughs> but what a package it is. Get yours now at theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. And uh, the way we started off, first of all, to introduce the crew, we got Amanda Gale handling New Jersey. Hi. Right, and we got Mark Riccadonna. He's got the television. That's right. And uh, Justin Gonzalez, Scott Amos. He's got the music and the Jersey's opening lines. No, Gemini's got opening lines. Oh, Gemini's got Justin's opening lines. Justin's got the other stuff. Yeah. Yes, uh, Gemini. He's, uh, he's not here at the moment. He's here in spirit. And uh, and of course we got Tom Baldinger, uh, the director of Beer League Two, which is coming out opening day, March thirtieth. One hundred percent. It's going to be great. And you saw the pilot today. I watched a little bit of it today. And you got the movie category. I do. Who better? Let's <laughs> let's start it off as we always do with a song. Only this time, Raymond and Rocco and Bonasera. Bonasera, Speed. Raymond, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Listen, you're, Raymond, you're you're the greatest. No, Raymond, you're the greatest. That's why I put them on. Raymond, <laughs> I gotta say one thing, Raymond. This time we're turning the tables on you. This time we're gonna sing to you. Okay. Oh. Are you ready? I had a beautiful song. Well, you can sing, but first we get to sing first. It's my show. I get to make the rolls. All right. right. We're going to sing first. Ready, boys? Girls? On three. A one. A two. A three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday to you. Hey! Thank you. Grazie. Thank you. Hold the glass in the studio. Just broke. Uh, Muchas gracias. Thank you. Ah, molto bene. 
That was great. That was great. Oh, you make you make my life. That oh. was Justin Gonzalez on the on the end there. <laughs> I know. I know. Anything for you, Raymond. I uh, now what are you gonna sing? Uh that's a morning. Oh, I love okay, that. My okay, okay. Favorite. My favorite. That's a morning. In Napoli, where love is king, when the world sees you shine like you had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, ding a ding, ding a ding, and you sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play, tippy tippy tay, tippy tippy tay, like a gay darandella. When the stars make you drool, just like pasta pazul. That's amore. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, signore. Excuse me, but you see, back in old Napoli, that's amore. Yay! Yay! Oh, that That was great. Hi, Raymond, what's your category? Uh, I tell you what, I'm going back to New Jersey, oh. the greatest state. Amanda Gale. Okay, so I'll start from the beginning, the first Anyone one. you want. Anyone I want. Oh, my God. this is a... Okay, so um, how about this? What is Atlantic City slogan? Is it A, duck, B, do a C, C, may you win a fortune, or D, the jewel of the boardwalk? Uh, the jewel of the walk. The jewel of the, the board. Of the world. Yes. No, no sorry, no, Raymond. No, senor. No, senor. No, senor. I don't know. You know, after all that singing, what are we going to do? How do we follow Raymond from Rockaway? We go to Pete in Ewing on New Jersey Auto 1.5. What's up, Pete? Oh, helicopters and, you know, stars and airplanes. <laughs> that is. Pete, these are incredible tickets. Dude, these are, these are incredible tickets. What's your category? Well, you know, I, I, I always got to use the same old joke, so I'm not going to do that to you and the audience tonight. So we'll go. On, the, on behalf of the audience and myself, I'd like to thank you for not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love that. But um, what does the lovely lady in, in the studio have? I have Mark? He's <laughs> I have TV. <laughs> Thank you. Amanda's got New Jersey. Yeah. I've lived here for 41 years, and I'm afraid to go with New Jersey, but I'll still go with you. <laughs> okay. Should I, I'll ask a different one than Raymond. Sorry, guys. I'm new. new. First day on the job. Okay, so okay, which short town had an ordinance panning wearing bathing suits on the boardwalk was it a long branch b asbury park c seaside heights or d love ladies can you repeat the question again because sure, I, I yeah. heard something else <laughs> okay what um which shore town had an ordinance that banned wearing bathing suits on the boardwalk banned and the choices are again long branch Asbury Park, Seaside Heights, or D, Love Ladies? 
I'll go with I'll go with the last one because uh, I love ladies. I, I've never heard of that beach, but I know so, you got to wear the bathing suits and on the other ones. All right. I'm a loser. You know, you know that beach that sounds really made up? I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that must be the right one. No bathing suit? I'm going Long Branch. <laughs> <laughs> I want it under 283-101.5. It is Trevor, your music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Playing for a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. There's going to be all kinds of celebrities there. There's going to be lots of food there. There's going to be all kinds of things to do on the field. Watch the game in the VIP or on the big screen. A good time shall be had by all. And uh, that even could be you. Man, the Gale's got New Jersey. Mark Rickadon has got the television. Scott Amouche has got the uh, music. Uh, Justin Gonzalez and Gemini's got the jerseys opening lines. And Tom yes, Baldinger has got the movies. He who's got the Beer League 2 coming out on March the 30th. In the meantime, here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 1-800-283-101.5. It is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Playing for a pair of tickets. $100 a piece, these tickets. These are the good things. Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. You will watch the big game among celebrities like John Sterling of the New York Yankees, Sean Lindetta, Carl Nelson from the Giants, Bruce Harper, Travis Trapuca from the Jets, John Starks from the Knicks. All kinds of food, all kinds of things to do. Not everybody gets into this, but if you'd like to buy it, and by that I mean not everybody can get in, you can. You can go to leadfest.com, theleadfest.com, and get your own tickets. Amanda Gale, are you ready with the New Jersey? Oh, I am so ready. Yeah, so ready. Okay, Mark Riccadonna? That's right. Okay, Justin, it's got a moosh. I'm set. He said, Gemini, you're here. Uh, I... First off, thank you to everyone that listens and everybody who uh, is a good uh, listener and fan. And Tom Baldinger. It's rock and roll. Rock and roll. Here we go. Let's uh, let's go to Todd in Clinton on New Jersey 101.5. It's the Todd. How are you, Todd? Hey, I'm good. How are you? All right, Todd. You feeling it tonight? You ready to win? I hope so. All right. Who do you think of it a Super Bowl? I got the Eagles. My wife's a fan. I'm hanging up. All right, what's your, cat- <laughs> what's your, what's your category, Todd? And Philly has sore losers. Uh, I'll go with uh, television. Television. There we go. Yes, Mark Riccadonna. All right, when Newark's Jerry Lewis was reunited with Dean Martin um, on the big old ter- telethon, yes. what was the New Jersey native who brought them out together? There's no. Uh, this is you. Have I'll, I'll give you the choices. Okay, I'll give you the choices. Right. Was it A. Frank Sinatra? Was it B. Bruce Springsteen? Was it C. John Bon Jovi? Or was it D. Joey Bishop? So, can you repeat the question? Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin on what? They got reunited on the telethon. Who was the Jersey native who brought them together? Was it A, Frank Sinatra? Was it B, Bruce Springsteen? Was it C, John Bon Jovi? Or was it D, Mark Riccadonna? Uh, oh, he is an Eagle fan. I'm going to go with Mark Riccadonna. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> 
just so everyone knows, Mark Riccadonna was the guy who asked the question. (laughs) For those of you playing along at home, Ross is a lot smarter in North Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ross. Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing? Yeah, good, good. Can't complain. All right. It's early yet. I'll ask you again in an hour. (laughs) What's your category, Ross? I will do movies. All right, movies. Tom Baldinger. All right, Ross, here we go. How many on-screen deaths are there in Goodfellas? Is it A, 100, B, 5, C, 22, or D, 18? Am I... Uh, am I funny? Am I funny to you? Yeah, am I, funny? I like that. Yeah, really. <laughs> you ready to amuse you? What am I here to amuse you? <laughs> 22. Oh, Ross. I can't believe we haven't given any of these out yet. Most importantly, I mean, me and Mark are here every I think Todd should have won for ingenuity. (laughs) (laughs) You would. All right, let's go. Come on, somebody's got to win these tickets. Matt is in Opecon on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Matt. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, Matt, we're hoping for you to win this, Matt. Uh, Me too. (laughs) All right, what's your category? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We were going to win New Jersey. Okay. All right. All right. The first ferry service in the U.S. opened in 1811 between Manhattan and what New Jersey location? Is it A, Hoboken, B, Newark, C, Liberty State Park, or D, Elizabeth? Ooh, um, I, I'm going to go with uh, A, Hoboken. Was it Hoboken? Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, and a match shall lead them. All right, all right, here we go. Here we go. What a roll here. What a Kaiser roll. Let's get John in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hello, Steve. How are you guys? Good. How you doing? Oh, fantastic since I got out of work, and I always listen to you as soon as I get out of work. All right, as, as everyone should, you know. Yeah, I, exactly. Man. Only station anybody should ever listen to, guys. Yeah. I like the way he thinks. This is a smart man. All right, John, you're you're a football fan, John. Who are you rooting for, Eagles or the uh, Chiefs? Actually, I'm going with the Chiefs on this one. Oh, well, let's give him the easy question then. The stuff we say <laughs> for friends and relatives. Yeah, right. well, I've gotten every one of them, but I need one now. So let's go with New Jersey again. Ooh. We'll try that. All okay. right, look at this, Amanda. Okay, I'm what? Hearing the- what? I'm hearing the beautiful voice of Amanda. Yes. Oh well, you got to. You should see the face, and and it won't really match up. But He's okay. Kissing anyway. up now. Look um, at this. <laughs> kissing up. Um, what, she lies. Uh, what Ivy League school did the Rutgers football team play in the first ever national championship? Is it A. Princeton, B. Yale, C. Harvard, or D. Brown? Oh, the one that's in New Jersey. Did you say Princeton? Yep. That's amazing. Yay! Two winners in a row. <laughs> All right. Matt broke the seal. That's what uh, I look at this. Got a right? blow in there. I really, now look at this, right? All of a sudden, the win is to the left of me. Win is to the right of me. 1 800 283 101.5. This is going to be the greatest prize you will ever win because uh, you're going to end up watching the game, the big game at MetLife Stadium. TheLeadFest.com is where you want to go. If you don't win, TheLeadFest.com. You could watch the big game with all kinds of food, hanging out with really Really cool people, athletes like uh, Sean Landetta, Carl Nelson, talk about the old Giants, talk about the Knicks with Bruce, uh, John Starks, Bruce Harper from the Jets, Travis Tribuke is going to be there. John Sterling is going to be there. Is it going to be better than that? 
It is high. It is far. You get to eat. Mike is in Morganville on New Jersey 101.5. Mike, what is your category? Uh, movies. All right. Tom Baldinger, right, Beer League Here we two. go. Here we go, Mike. In the New Jersey Patterson-based film, Lean on Me, what is Morgan Freeman's character's nickname? Is it A, Crazy Joe, B, Wild Joe, C, Mean Joe, or D, Average Joe? Uh, I'm going to guess Mean Joe. Mean Joe. I'm a loser. They I, call me Crazy I'm Joe. Now they can call me Batman. <laughs> Only now. All right. Let's go to, uh, we squeeze in here. Let's get Pat in Colonia on New Jersey 101.5. Pat, what's your category? I'll go in New Jersey. Oof. All right. You just want to hear Amanda talk. I get it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go with this. Of the 21 counties that make up the Garden State, which county is the smallest in terms of square mileage? Is it A, Union, B, Hudson, C, Passaic, or C, Gloucester? I'm going to say Passaic. I don't think I'm so. I'm a loser. All right, I'm as shocked as you are. 1-800-283-101.5. I got these big game party tickets to give away. $100 a piece, and you're going to get two of them. If I were you, I would jump on right now. I got one open slot for Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. The second half is where we get the smart people calling. <laughs> there we go. It's right here. It's the advanced class. No. Now the latest New Jersey 1.5, Steve Trevelis. Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And you are playing for a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium's Big Game Sunday. The big party. It's going to be the largest watch party in New Jersey. And you could be there. Hanging with Sean Landetta, Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper, Travis Tripuca, John Starks, John Sterling. It is high. It is far. It is Mark Riccadonna on yes. television. Amanda Gale on New Jersey. Scott Amosh. Uh, Justin Gonzalez on the, on the music. Will yes. he do the Vondongo? And, uh, and the Gemini is going to be on the Jersey's opening lines. Yes, he will. And, uh, and uh, Tom Baldinger's got the movies. His beer know. league is coming out on March 30th. Oh, yeah. Give you more plugs this hour. You really have. Anybody I, has. I, I, I appreciate it very much really. so. I mean, you go home, they don't mention you this much. Plastic <laughs> <laughs> surgeons don't give this much plugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gregory is in West Long Branch on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg, how are you? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? All right. What's your category? All right. You know what? I think I'll go with movies. I'll see how I'll do. All right. Nice, easy movie question, Tom. All right. <clears throat> New Jersey guy in the movie Don John, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who I think is a fabulous actor, has an addiction. What is that addiction? Is it cigarettes, heroin, gambling, or porn? I'm going to go with pornography. He is right. Look at this. Did you watch the movie or are you just going from personal experience? Uh, Greg and Tom. All right. <laughs> now we're going to add to elucidate the movie. Let's go to Erica is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Erica. Hi. How you doing? Good. You having a good day today? Yes. I'm nervous, though. Oh, relax. Take a deep breath. Come on, take it in. 
Let it out. Erica, what's the best thing that happened to you today? Go. Well, if I win these tickets, winning the tickets. That's yeah, what I like but to up, hear. up until I, but what's the second best thing that happened to you today? Um, nothing actually. It was a boring day. That's, okay. that's not the question, though. That's just conversation. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Tell me I should have made something up. <laughs> you, you know what? Now that you mention it. All right. What's your category, Erica? Um, I think I'm gonna go with New Jersey. Okay. Amanda. All right. Here we go. So, how many Super Bowls have the Giants won? Four, five, two, or six? Five. Five? Yes. Was that one of them? No. Yep. I'm a loser. They only won four. I'm a loser. There was that. There was that one we don't talk about in oh. 2000. Uh, let's go. To we still it. like you, Erica. Yes. Uh, Adam is in Kingsburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Adam. Hey, how's it going? Going good. How about you? I'm doing good. I can't complain. It's early yet, Adam. I'll ask you in an hour. What's what's your category, Adam? Uh, let's go with New Jersey. Okay. All right. Boy, we're gonna change this to one nine hundred two eight three. Everybody wants to hear. I don't want to hear Amanda tonight. Look at this. Let's go with New Jersey. Okay. Where did the New Jersey Devils play before New Jersey? Was it A. Colorado, B. Oklahoma, C. Detroit, or D. Saskatchewan? Uh, Colorado. Colorado. All right, we're looking good now. We're looking good now. We're going to, uh, John is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. I got to talk to you guys. It has been a while. I know. Where you been, John? We come in every week and they say the same thing. You think John will call tonight? I don't know. He didn't call last week. We didn't know. <laughs> We're worried about you, Jim. Gemini quit because of you. Yeah, Gemini's not even here. He's not calling this week. I'm out of here. Uh, All right. Did you have a good day today, John? I think, yeah, I had a good day today talking to you guys, going, leaving work. Are you a big Super Bowl fan, John? Who do you think is going to win? I'd like to see KC win it. Yeah, we'd all like to see KC win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this, this, this will not determine how how hard your question will be. It's just conversation. Uh, okay. What's your category, John? Uh, I believe you said Mark had TV. That's right. Mark's got TV. All right. I'll go with Mark. What town is the Cake Boss located in? Is that A, Princeton, B, Morristown, C, Hoboken, or D, Jersey City? As Gemini would do, the cake boss, the guy who makes the cakes. <laughs> He's the yeah. boss at cakes. There's I'm going to say uh, Hoboken. Bam! Hoboken is right. You, you got it. 
Look at this. 1-800-283-101.5. It is trivia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. And if we got a prize for you, pair of tickets to the lead fasted MetLife Stadium on the big game Sunday, February 12th, starting at 4.30. You meet New York Yankees commentator John Sterling, former New York Giants Sean Landetta and Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper and Travis Trapuca from the Jets, former New York Knicks player John Starks at New Jersey's largest big game watch party. Party at MetLife Stadium on February 12th. You run drills because they got this thing like quarterback accuracy on the field. Oh, so you cool. can run drills. And my kid's a quarterback. He loves this. Take photos on the field, right? You could, you catching the ball in the end zone at Giant Stadium. Uh, enjoy game day fair at the prestigious Coaches Club. And they bring out the good food there. This is amazing. I'm telling you. VIP and standard ticket packages are available. Get yours now at theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. Let's uh, squeeze one more in before the break. Let's see. Let's go to Tom's River, and we'll talk to Rob on New Jersey 101.5. Robbo! Hey, Steve. How are you guys? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Are you psyched for the game? I am. I mean, I've got no skin in the game. I'm thinking the Eagles uh, are going to win. Actually, uh, I'm rooting for a cheerleader wardrobe malfunction myself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I bet I know what category he's picking. <laughs> he's got that YouTube clip ready to go. All right. All right. What is your What is your category? I'm going to try movies, Steve. Oh, movies. Oh. Tom Baldinger. All right. Here we go, Rob. <clears throat> what convenience store does the movie Clerks take place around? Was it A, Wawa, B, Quick Stop, C, mm-hmm. 7-Eleven, D, Quick Check? I think it's Quick Stop. As a matter of fact, I think you could be right. Yeah! The winners get all that. Awesome. There we go. The losers have to go watch the game with Rod Sterling and Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had Kevin Smith in here once. Yeah? Hey, he sounded like this. It's in my blood, man. I'm talking radio. Since I was a kid. Are you kidding me? Like, you got to remember, I grew up at convenience stores, and before I brought in a TV to Quick Stop, it was all radio. See, that's where I learned I could bring producers and directors and people like that in here. And who knows that that moment led me to Tom Baldinger here in the studio. Are we got any better than this? We are the Gardens. 101.5. Trevia, the final go-round. Who's going to get these tickets? These two tickets to the lead fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. The festivities start at 4.30. The food is going to be amazing. The on-field activities, the running drills. You could take photos. You can have all kinds of fun. There are VIP and standard ticket packages available. Get yours now at theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. Amanda Gale's got the New Jersey category. Mark Riccadonna's got the television category. Uh, Justin Gonzalez, Scott has the music and the Jersey's opening lines. And Tom Baldinger of Beer League 2 has got the movies. Where do we go from here? Let's go to uh, Mike is in Nutley on New Jersey 101. Point five. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. How about you? Good, good. All right, Mike. You've been practicing? I've been practicing. I've been listening for a while now. I'm trying to figure out how these people are getting them wrong, but watch I get them wrong now, too. <laughs> right, see, that's because you got the adrenaline. The spotlight is on you now. That's true. What's your category? I got to go with New Jersey on this one. Okay. All right. Here we go. So this rejuvenated river runs through the Meadowlands, a famous wetland area that is the site of Giant Stadium. Is it A, Hackensack River, B, Hudson River, C, Passaic River, or D, Musk? 
Mekontagung River. Mekitikon? God bless you. <laughs> yeah, I got some phlegm reading that. Um, I got I got to go with the Hackensack on this one. Yay! It's a Hackensack. Is that Matitakon? Is that Matitak? Is that right? Sound right? It's the Titicaca. Musconetcon. 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 That sounds like something that your grandmother made and used to keep in the refrigerator. Don't touch the Matitakon. There we go. All right, let's go to Christine is in Springfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christine. Hi, how are you? All right, how about you? Good. Did you ever see the movie, Christine? I did. What'd you think? Eh, not, eh, it's okay. I didn't like think it, it represented you then. No, no, no. Because, you know. <laughs> no. When she went into the no, compact, there, she sprung right out. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, what is, uh, what are you going, are you a big Super Bowl fan? Who do you want to win? Um... I guess uh, Kansas City. I don't know. Also not the question. All right, what's your category? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Uh, let's go with television. All right. All right, Mark Riccadonna. Which Everybody Loves Raymond actor appeared in episode two? Is that A, Brad Garrett, B, Ray Romano, C, Patricia Heaton, or D, Monica Horan? Um, I'm going to go with Ray Romano. Unfortunately, I would say no. I'm a he was in the he first episode. I mean, when you say, like, everybody loves Raymond, but we're going to bring Raymond in next week. <laughs> I think D should have been Raymond we're from gonna Rockaway. We're going to give you the love him. You're going to have to build the love up. I love Raymond from Rockaway. This could be why those first couple of movies of yours failed. <laughs> you kept bringing the character in the following week. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm kidding. Let's go to uh, da, 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 da. Alan is in Barnegat on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Alan. How you doing? All right, you? I'm doing great. I'm sitting here trying to wait for this comet to come by. I don't see it yet. You're waiting for the comet. Okay. At least comet Co- a long tech? time ago. All right. Well, what is your category, Alan? Let's go with New Jersey. Ooh, okay. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Okay. She lights up. Ooh, yes. I, I love New Jersey. Um, and I love talking, so this is perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> and she loves talking New Jersey. That's, exactly. You can tell by my accent. Okay. What is New Jersey's state flower? Is it A, purple violet, B, blue bonnet, C, Mount Laurel, mountain laurel, or D, sunflower? Uh, say them again. A, purple violet. B, blue bonnet. C, mountain laurel. Or D, sunflower. Let's go with the blue bonnet. Uh, unfortunately, that's a margarine and not a flower. <laughs> what can I tell I'm a sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I guys. I was going to give you a hint and tell you it was a flower. <laughs> that would have been a gold medal. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amanda, you're going to be a Catch a Rising Star? Yes, I am. Friday and Saturday. This weekend. This weekend. Friday and Saturday. All it's going right. to be a blast. Come on out. Uh, represent Central Jersey. And- Catch your rising we exist. Yep. Yeah. CatchYourRisingStar.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mark Riccadonna. Valentine's Day, I'll be at the Royal in uh, Glenside, Pennsylvania. It's going to be a good time. 
Valentine's right. Day show. Justin Gonzalez. February 10th, an Italian Valentine. Justin Gonzalez sings Al Martino. Brandon Thomas Hill sings Frank, Sach- uh, Frank Sinatra. And Zach Taglio. Uh, Taglio. Oh, I'm going to mess up his name because it's incredibly Italian. But he's doing uh, Bobby Ray right Ray. now. Okay. He's doing <laughs> Bobby right it's now. Yeah. It's going to be the best, uh, best love songs that you can imagine. Dinner and a show. Come on out. Check out JustinGonzalezTenor.com. And Tom Baldinger. March 30th. March 30th, Beer League 2. Check it out. Plus, uh, you can also check out my company, 624 Productions, at www.624productions.com. We've got Beer League 2. We've got a new web series called Checked Out that we're working on with the Mark. news eventually. And right? then we've got... Oh, sorry. And that's, that's okay. Okay. Sorry. He's going to say you'll never walk alone. <laughs> This has been the Steve Travelee Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.